0: This is Dixon Kavanaugh, and welcome to another episode of Out Loud with Dixon, where we will explore wisdom, get creative, and better appreciate this fun, chaotic, and beautiful world that we live in. Today's episode rings true with possibility the possibility of letting go of the past, feeling lighter, and stepping forward into a brighter future. We will hear from the book Letting Go The Pathway of Surrender by Dr. David Hawkins. This book was recommended to me nearly six months ago, and it found its way into my lap at just the right time. What's great about letting go is that it's clear, to the point, and actually really funny. When discussing plans for personal development or increased self-awareness, it can be easy to get caught up in such a serious attitude and forget, hey, this can be a fun process. The book starts out by poking fun at the many ways lifelong learners and spiritual seekers go about trying to change themselves, and I got a real kick out of the three-page list he made, to which I'll name just a few, like getting your chakras balanced, learning NLP, jazzercise, showering in cold water, eating only cabbage (shout out to Avatar: The Last Airbender), making a vision board, studying Zen, trying tantric sex reading Nostradamus, and, of course, joining a cult. If you're like me, you've probably given at least a few of these a shot, if not most, although I'm pretty sure I'm not in a cult. We like to think of it more as a tight-knit community. (laughs) All jokes aside, letting go of the past, working through difficult emotions, and making decisions that will impact the direction of our life and those around us doesn't always feel so lighthearted. Our book today, Letting Go, doesn't deny that. Life happens and we put up barriers. We construct walls in an attempt to deny reality. The process of letting go provides an actionable step for easing the tension, creating some breathing room, and allowing the stress of too tight a grip to crumble and drop away. So gather around the campfire, lean in and listen close, and join me as we journey into Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender. This book provides a mechanism by which to unlock our innate capacities for happiness, success, health, well-being, intuition, unconditional love, beauty, inner peace, and creativity. These states and capacities are within all of us. They do not depend on any outer circumstance or personal characteristic. They do not require belief in any religious system. No single group or system owns inner peace, as it belongs to the human spirit by virtue of our origin. This is the universal message of every great teacher, sage, and saint. The kingdom of heaven is within you. What you are seeking is not different from your very own self. This book is written with you, the reader, constantly in mind. It is easy, effortless, and enjoyable. There is nothing to learn or memorize. You will become lighter and happier as you read it. The material will automatically start bringing you the experience of freedom as you listen to these pages. You are going to feel the weights being removed. Everything you do will become more enjoyable. You are in for some happy surprises about your life. Things are going to get better and better. It's okay to be skeptical. We've been taken down the primrose path before, so be as skeptical as you like. Indeed, it's advisable to avoid gushing enthusiasm. Therefore, rather than enthusiasm, quiet observation will serve you better. Quote, The mechanism of letting go. Letting go involves being aware of a feeling, letting it come up, staying with it, and letting it run its course without wanting to make it different or do anything about it. It means, simply, to let the feeling be there and to focus on letting out the energy behind it. The first step is to allow yourself to have the feeling without resisting it, venting it, fearing it, condemning it, or moralizing about it. It means to drop judgment and to see that it is just a feeling. The technique is to be with the feeling and surrender all efforts to modify it in any way. Let go of wanting to resist the feeling. It is resistance that keeps the feeling going. When you give up resisting or trying to modify the feeling, it will shift to the next feeling and be accompanied by a lighter sensation. A feeling that is not resisted will disappear as the energy behind it dissipates. As you begin the process, you will notice that you have fear and guilt over having feelings. There will be resistance to feelings in general. To let feelings come up, it is easier to let go of the reaction to having the feelings in the first place. A fear of fear itself is a prime example of this. Let go of the fear or guilt that you have about the feeling first and then get into the feeling itself. To be surrendered means to have no strong emotion about a thing. It's okay if it happens, and it's okay if it doesn't. When we are free, there is a letting go of attachments. We can enjoy a thing, but we don't need it for our happiness. There is progressive diminishing of dependence on anything or anyone outside of ourselves. These principles are in accord with the basic teachings Of the Buddha to avoid attachment to worldly phenomena, as well as the basic teaching of Jesus Christ to be in the world but not of it. Sometimes we surrender a feeling and we notice that it returns or continues. This is because there is more of it yet to be surrendered. We have stuffed these feelings all of our lives and there can be a lot of energy pushed down that needs to come up and be acknowledged. When surrender occurs, there is an immediate lighter, happier feeling, almost like a high. By continuously letting go, it is possible to stay in that state of freedom. Feelings come and go, and you eventually realize that you are not your feelings, but that the real you is merely witnessing them. You stop identifying with them. The you that is observing and is aware of what is happening always stays the same. As you become more and more aware of the changeless witness within, you begin to identify with that level of consciousness. Quote One benefit from a life crisis is greater self awareness. The situation is overwhelming, and we are forced to stop all of our diversionary games. Take a good look at our life situation and reevaluate our beliefs, goals, values, and life direction. It is an opportunity to reevaluate and let go of guilt. It is also an opportunity for a total shift in attitude. Life crises, as we pass through them, confront us with polar opposites. Shall we hate or forgive that person? Shall we learn from this experience and grow, or resent it and become bitter? Do we choose to overlook that other person's shortcomings and our own, or instead Do we resent and mentally attack them? Shall we withdraw from a similar situation in the future with greater fear? Or shall we transcend this crisis and master it once and for all? Do we choose hope or discouragement? Can we use the experience as an opportunity to learn how to share? Or shall we withdraw into a shell of fear and bitterness? Every emotional experience is an opportunity to go up or down which do we choose that is the confrontation we have the opportunity to choose whether we want to hang on or let go of emotional upsets we can look at the cost at hanging on to them do we want to pay the price are we willing to accept the feelings we can look at the benefits of letting go of them the choice we make will determine our future what kind of future do we want will we choose to be healed or Will we become one of the walking wounded? In making this choice, it is well to look at the payoff we get from hanging on to the residuals of a painful experience. What are the satisfactions we are getting? How little are we willing to settle for? Anger, hatred, self-pity, resentments? They all have their cheap little payoff. That little inner satisfaction, let's not pretend it's not there. There is a weird quirky pleasure When we hang on to pain, it certainly satisfies our unconscious need for the alleviation of guilt through punishment. We get to feel miserable and rotten. The question then arises but for how long? The purpose of this exercise is to locate within ourselves that which can only be described as greatness. Greatness is the courage to overcome obstacles, it is the willingness to move to a higher level of love. It is the acceptance of others' humanness and having compassion for their suffering by putting ourselves in their shoes. Out of the forgiveness of others comes self-forgiveness and the relief of guilt. The real payoff we get is when we let go of our own negativity and choose to be loving. We are the ones who benefit. We are the ones who gain from the real payoff. With this increased awareness of who we really are, comes the progressive invulnerability to pain. Once we compassionately accept our own humanness and that of others, we are no longer subject to humiliation, for true humility is a part of greatness. Out of the recognition of who we really are comes the desire to seek that which is uplifting. Out of it arises a new meaning and context for life. When that inner emptiness, due to a lack of self-worth, is replaced by true self-love, self-respect, and esteem, we no longer have to seek it in the world, for that source of happiness is within ourselves. It dawns on us that it cannot be supplied by the world anyway. No amount of riches can compensate for an inner feeling of poverty. We all know of the many multimillionaires who try to compensate for their inner sense of hollowness and lack of inner worth. Once we have contacted this inner self, this inner greatness, this inner completion, contentment, and a true sense of happiness, we have transcended the world. The world is now a place to enjoy, and we are no longer run by it. We are able to go through life with balance and grace. All right, and we are back. Two key points that I got from today's reading are, one, the process of letting go itself, which we are going to practice in just a moment, quieting our mind and observing what comes up, not trying to change anything, just seeing the thought or emotional flavor for what it is. It reminds me of a Frederick Nietzsche quote, which is, to paraphrase, the tricky thing about thoughts is that we don't have thoughts, but thoughts have us, end quote. It's a tight fist rather than an open palm. The pathway of surrender frees us from this grip. The second point from the reading is learning and growing from crisis. And what has helped me in difficult times is the absolute conviction that even if I don't know what it is yet, I repeat to myself over and over that I will use this experience to help others and myself. And I consistently ask what lesson this pain is trying to teach me. The pain doesn't always go away, but my relationship with it does. And another quote I love, this one from Alan Watts, quote, you can't get wet from the word water, end quote, meaning we've got to experience and practice the art of letting go for it to be any fun. Reading about it won't be enough. So for the next minute, if you will, breathing in and breathing out. ask yourself, what can I let go of? What can I let go of? And above all else, remember, live with presence, confidence, and love.